Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of No Funk and Strictly Monk and the only Monk podcast that goes through every Monk episode and does absolutely no funkin' in the process. I am one of your hosts, Jay Christie, and joined as always by Andre Barrera. Andre, how are you? Jakey, Jakey, Jakey. I'm awakey. Uh, that's, I mean, that's more than we can say for the victim in this episode, let me tell you. Um, nice. Yeah, we're talking about Mr. Monk goes to the theater. Uh, some people call it the theater. Um, Mr. Monk goes to the theater. Uh, what do you think of this episode? Before we get to that. Okay. Okay, What what's the general rule on, like, spelling it with the R-E versus the E-R? Is one of them, like, Anglophobic? Yes, like, I believe that the R-E is uh, the British spelling of it. And then, so I Which think, is the way it's spelled in the, in this thing. Yeah, I mean, a lot of theaters will spell it that way because they want to seem fancy. In the same way that, like, a lot of stores will spell old, uh, O-L-D-E. O-D-E. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or, like, you know, like, Vitamin Shop, how they spell it, S-H-O-P-P-E, you know. Um, but yeah. the American okay. spelling Fair is enough. theater, as in T T H E A T E R. Um, but anyway, okay. spelling aside, what did you think of this episode? Uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I, yeah, it, it was twisting me in different ways, no pun intended, but it, it was really good. I liked it. I liked the murder in it. Um, it's not quite how it seems. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, but like not the way you think it is. Yeah. So it's actually, it was a really clever way. I liked it a lot. I yeah. Say. I think I like a thing that's really clever about this episode is I think that, um, it's the, it sets up. Like, obviously, you know that Gale didn't actually just stab him outright, right? But I think that it kind of is like a double red herring because... Not double red herring, but like a double reverse because what they're showing on the surface is that Gale didn't stab the guy. And you know that that's not true, obviously. But I think your mind immediately is like, okay, so what this episode is going to be about is finding out who replaced the knife with a real one, right? Because that's what almost any other show would be. But the fact that it's not even about that either, I think, is like um, next level murder thinking. Like it's like we know what most shows would do here, but yeah, I should have known better. Um, But yeah, it was really clever finale. Um, Mm -hmm. There's like a little bit of it that like kind of went over my head, um, Mm -hmm. and maybe we'll we'll yeah, I can help you out with that. I think hopefully, unless it went over my head as well. Um, Yeah. But, and, uh, but it was solid. And it, you know, I, think, I think that's nice about this episode, as I'm going to go and starting it, is that, you know, and a lot, they do, this isn't, uh, Monk is definitely not a show that is very, um, it's not very serialized. So there are a lot of characters that just come and go. But it is nice when they can bring back a character for continuity's sake, where it's like, we already have this great sister character. Why don't we yeah. use her in an actual episode, like, as a suspect, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And Amy Sedaris is always welcome, in my opinion. Yes, Amy Sedaris is always welcome uh, in anything. I think that—I I, I honestly wish that there was more of her in this episode. The fact that she's in jail for a lot of it kind takes of takes her out of the mix. Yeah, does she ever come back, or is this her last appearance? Uh, I think it's her last appearance, if I'm being honest. I don't 100% remember, but I think it is. Um, we should, we're, I'm glad that we have uh, um, two appearances for her. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Anyway, so we start off, we're, uh, we start at, uh, a performance of a play that, um, Gail Fleming, Sharona's sister is in, Ibi Sedaris. Blood on, Blood on the Moon. Blood on the Moon, which is really a perfect title of, like, a crappy off, off, off Broadway play. Um, yeah, like, it's like some crappy-ass Tennessee Williams play. Exa- yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it, it's really the, um... I mean, it's funny. It's, the title's perfect, but it's also like, I mean, I went to, you know, New York University, start school, so I've seen a lot of, or at least been familiar with a lot of experimental, you know, or small theater shows. None of them are that, uh, like, it, I think that it's actually just the more idea of what, like, an old person imagines uh, theater to be. Because, like, I, I, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think anyone's really staging stuff like that anymore. But anyway, uh, unless it's actually we need to start. We, we, we need to start a strictly, strictly, no, wait, no funkin' uh, bingo. Anytime Jake mentions going to NYU, that's a beat. That's one. Yeah, I know. It's it's a problem. Um, so yes, <laughs> please fill that out. I hope if that was if if you ever get bingo on that, let me know. Um, but anyway, so we're watching the play, and uh, Monk is not liking it because he's he has bad leg room. 
Um, it's too crowded, yada, yada, yada. And then we finally get Gail's first scene, and she's acting with this guy. Um, uh, the actor's Hal name is Duncan. Ha- Hal Duncan. Um, this big galoot of a man, I think we can say. Um, Very John Carroll Lynchy. Yes, that's exactly. He's, he's, he is John Carroll Lynch, uh, but not good. Um, obviously, I think he's playing a guy a who's not man's. good at acting. What? But, what? Yeah. A poor, yeah. A poor man's... A poor John man's John Carroll Lynch, um, who, if I remember correctly, is, I think, in an episode of Monk. So um, we have that to look forward to. Uh, okay. But anyway. Um, yes, he is. Yeah, yeah, he is in an episode of Monk. I just remembered which one. Okay. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> so they're talking, and he's, you know, this Hal's character is being aggressive towards Gail's character, and one thing leads to another, and uh, Gail's character ends up stabbing. Hal's character, but Hal, the actor, ends up collapsing to the ground in a way that is very clearly not planned. And he's not that good of an actor. No, he's not. And they shout, "Is there a doctor in the house?" Because everyone knows something's wrong. And the doctor comes up, takes two seconds, and boom, he's been stabbed. I mean, and then and pronounced uh, dead. He's pronounced dead at the scene. Roll credits. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, uh, didn't seem like the most entertaining play. Uh, no. So, you know. Uh, but, yeah, he was not a great actor. She seemed to be doing pretty well. Yeah, her so, yeah, accent's not great, whole... but it's it's she's definitely in the scene. That's true. But, yeah, so, like, the main crux of this whole thing, it's uh, who the hell switched the the fake, the retractable blade. Or, yeah, because right. yeah, obviously you know that Gail didn't just out and out stab this guy. Although it would be pretty ballsy for a detective show. Did you an episode where she's like, no, actually, the assistant sister is just a murderer. <laughs> That'll be pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but now I, I'm because I was thinking that like, if you're out of play and a guy dies, gets murdered on stage, that's the best play going experiences you had all year, right? I mean, yeah, at the ex- expense of someone else. Um, but, but, I mean, with, this just really reminds me of, uh, what's it called? That whole story with the last dragon, was it? Uh, Bruce Lee's son? Getting you mean killed by the, a the crow? The crow. The crow. Yes. Yes, you're right. Wait, why the hell? Yeah, that's Bruce Lee's son. Right. Yeah, Brandon Lee was killed in the crow because <sighs> a blank was improperly fired out of a gun and it killed him. Yeah. Now, what it reminded me of was a, uh, I remember it was a talk show anecdote I once heard Ethan Hawke say where he was doing a play on Broadway and an actor he was acting with had a heart attack and died for 12 full minutes on stage before he was revived. Um, Which, now that's, that's a play you gotta see. I mean, that's more entertaining than anything you'll see in a play. Um, uh, Fun fact, that actor was Kevin Spacey. uh Uh-huh. Yeah, people forget that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we wish he would have died. Uh, I mean, yes. Uh, the he that actor was Kevin Spacey, and the doctor is now being tried for war crimes. No, um, so <laughs> we cut to uh, after the credits um, in the interrogation room where Gail is being grilled. Yeah, and like uh, it's, I, I mean, to to Stottlemyre and uh, Disher's credit, like, yeah, she stabbed the guy in front of, like, however yeah. many people were there. That's pretty cut and dry. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, that there's no denying that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what I was super confused about was they start mentioning, did she actually date this guy before? Yes. Hal Duncan? Yeah, he, apparently she did. Which, I have a note that she definitely can do better than that guy. Like, I mean, come on. He's a ghoulie. Yeah, Disher should have gotten after that. After, like, their whole little flirtation. Yeah, Disher, I mean, Disher's all over the place, though. Um, you know, he's... You, oh, my God, dude, I read I read a freaking spoiler for this show. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, don't go, don't say, because people can listen along to the show, I know. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, but anyway, uh, so, they're trying to be reasonable with her. Like, they're, you know, being aggressive, but it's also like, you're right, like, she stabbed someone, and, you know, he uh, died in front of 300 people. Um so even monk yeah even monk, monk is like convinced. what are you gonna do so yeah. you know there she ends up getting she's gonna go to jail for it um because 300 people witnessed her murdering someone um and we then cut to sharona packing up a bunch of stuff to bring her uh and 
you know, Monk is trying to be, is there, and Sharona's like, you're gonna help her, right? And Monk's kind of like, I think she did it. Um, Yeah. And she's, Sharona's obviously not happy with that. But then, ding dong! What just threw a wrench into the works? Uh, Sharona completely forgot that her mom was coming into town to watch the performance. Which means she missed opening night, yeah? Yes, apparently she did. Um, which is weird, but, you know, I I don't know. That is a thing, like, it's not like, it's, this is San Francisco, like, it's, this isn't Broadway, it probably wouldn't, probably, it's not like you can say that she wouldn't be able to get tickets for, uh, (laughs) for opening night. Um. Yeah, it's not Hamilton. No, it's not. Um. And so, um, she comes in and so Sharona starts freaking yeah. out. No, yeah, no, oh, right, 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 right. Before yeah. that, be- before that, basically, Sharona like needs Monk to sell a few of her lies because apparently she hasn't told her mom the truth about uh, her situation. So she like, I I think they go over like the fact that she was broken up with, not the fact that she broke up with her previous guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's dating a stockbroker named Ronnie, mm-hmm. but he's away for the weekend. Benji's and, on the honor roll. Um, Benji's on the yeah it was the first one, mm-hmm. um, and then finally that uh, that she's not that Monk isn't her boss they're like technically like associates mm-hmm. they're like and mo- most importantly that Monk gives her uh, medical and dental which is important to note that means that Monk does not that Shona does not have health insurance. Monk yeah, is really which, just like a bad boss like how do you not give her health insurance? What if Benji gets yeah, sick? No. Yeah, no. I mean, he doesn't even pay her. Like, I still don't. I, you know what? It's better we don't ask these questions, I guess, is yeah, what the show was telling us. Yeah, you don't ask a question you don't want an answer to. Yeah. So, um, her mom comes in and she's asking questions. They're trying, they're being coy around her. Like, they're not, because you really can't immediately just say, hey, your daughter uh, was arrested for stabbing a guy on stage. I mean, I suppose you could, but they don't go. They got to lay her down gently. Yeah. So they ask her to sit down, and they basically tell her what happened, and she's, you know, super confused. Um, and, uh, you know, she makes Monk, well, Monk basically, is they ask they ask Monk, like, basically, will you do whatever you can to help clear her name? Exonerate. Yeah. So, Monk gets to work. Where does he start next? Well, they gotta go the next, to the theater. Uh, yeah, they gotta go to the theater. And what do they find? Who do they find in Gail's... Well, uh, first and foremost, room. there's a little clue where they, you know, uh, Sharona's mom, for some reason, grabs oh, a yeah. fucking apple from the stage, which is gross. You don't know how long that's been there. Um, uh-huh. And she says it tastes funny, which is a clue for later. But also, the prop master is like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, I can... T- you basically learn that the prop master's on his shit. He's like, I control everything here. You know, um, th- this, that, and the other. So, you we established that character as being... Um, Someone who is like the central authority and all that stuff, but yes, you were saying about who's in Gail's dressing room. Yeah, it's uh, her understudy, Jenna Ryan. Yes, who is played by Mo- uh, Australian actress Melissa George, who is most notable. That was her. No yes. wonder she looked familiar. Most notable for being in the oft-memed NBC series The Slap. I don't know if you remember The oh, Slap. Oh yeah. Now I, I actually anyone... saw the first episode. Really? I didn't. I, I was gonna say yeah. I didn't think anyone watched it, but. Um, she, she was in it because she actually was the star of the Australian version of The Slap. It's important Correct. for everyone listening to keep this in, keep in mind that this is information I'm rem- doing from memory about a show that I saw neither version of. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's but it had like a really crazy cast. Yeah, it was her, it was Uma Thurman, Zachary Stacked. Quinto, Thomas Sadowski, and I forget who the other five people on the poster. And I forget who the fifth one was. Um, but uh, yes, it was all about a slap. Um, I think it was about Zachary a little Quinto. kid who gets slapped. Yeah, I think Zachary Quinto, yeah, was Zachary like the Quinto. uncle who slaps. Her son, I think. Um, and that causes, yeah. like, a fire in her family. Which, just a side note on the slap. I know a lot of people made fun of that show <laughs> with, like, saying that that's a dumb premise for a show. But, but like, honestly, if at a... I don't know about your family, but coming from, like, a very mild-mannered white suburban family that both my family sides are, if, an un- if like, my uncle slapped me in the face for doing something, like, opens fans slapped me in the face when I was, like, seven years old... That would absolutely cause like a complete rift in my family. So it's not like I mean that would be like a big deal. Anyway, uh, growing growing up in a Hispanic family, you're used to that kind of exactly. Uh, That's why I had to preface all housery. that. That's why I had to yeah, preface all yeah. that. Um, but yeah, so not I think in my that, household. I'm great. I'm glad to say. 
Yeah, I think that there definitely was a lot of myth. I, I remember when that was a big. Cause I don't know if you were on Twitter when that was a big meme, but everyone was like making fun of that. It's like, man, I'm glad I grew up in a place where getting slapped in the face by my uncle actually would be a big deal. I'm happy that that was the case. Um, NBC is the slap. Sorry, I'm not trying out. to. I'm not trying to no, laugh no, at little no. kids getting slapped. No, I mean it is funny that that's that the whole thing was just like a kid gets slapped. Um, I don't, NBC. Also, you know the thing is, I think the thing that really made it a meme was the dramatic NBC announcer of NBC's The Slap. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, uh, <sighs> I didn't think we'd do five minutes on The Slap. I figured we'd do at least one minute since Melissa George is in it. But anyway, so Melissa George, Jenna okay. Ryan, uh, yes, she is in the dressing room and... She packed up all of Sharona's, uh, not Sharona, Gail's shit and put in a bag. She was already like ready to take over because mm-hmm. we find out she's uh, her understudy. Yes, she's right? her understudy. Or did we say that? We said that? Yes, yes, she's her understudy and she's very eager. And guys, I don't know if you can hit a bingo card twice, but I actually do need to hit this again. Having gone to New York University's Tisch School of the Arts and knowing yeah. so many young actors and actresses, she nails the overeager young actress in a way. It's just like spot on because the like m- almost all the actors I knew at NYU, wonderful people, l- love almost all of them. And even the ones I love, there's still like a very um, I don't know, like this super bubbly in like a um, manufactured way at all Fake. times thing. Yeah, where it's like, yeah. um, and, and I because I think that there's almost a thing where it's like. Anytime anything good happens, it's like, I'm very, very excited about this. But of course, you know, I'm a very polite. I don't know. It's just a very, it, it, she nails it uh, perfectly. Um, and yeah, I, I think it is definitely. Uh, yeah, it's this very false, false earnestness. Like, mm-hmm. just like, it yes. seems like she came from the country, but like at the same time, she's got a vicious streak. Exactly. It's, it's very much comes off. like the, What I came to understand about it is that like, it is the perfect tone to take if your job is to go into uh rooms with a table and like three casting directors across it from you like you have to be like that all the time like that's kind of the way i interpret it obviously with her it's because she's hiding that she killed someone but um anyway that's the energy she's giving and she's very good um well oh yeah yeah, she did kill someone yeah that's well she didn't i mean yeah yeah yeah, she did yeah she did she did she did she did yeah no that's why it's really hard to like just put it together it was like you know in uh football how you technically get a half sack like if you can, someone can get a season yeah. of like ten and a half sacks. She and her dad each got a half sack. Like they, they each got half. She got a, she got a hat because like half because because it, it's because you know the actual death probably was because of the stabbing. However, he wouldn't have died without the peanut butter oil. So I mean the peanut oil, excuse me. So it's a half. Um. Anyway, the, Sharona makes a plan to meet with her and talk at like her apartment the next day. And as this is happening, Monk is talking to the prop master about the knives and mm-hmm. he shows them like the retractable blade and stuff like that. And how, um, the important thing I think you learn here is that they, the knives feel completely different. Um, that there's no way you wouldn't be able to tell the difference and that the prop master made sure that the knives were in the right place. So basically it completely yeah. dispels any sort of replace knife thing, right? Shenanigans. Yeah. I mean, no, there's still shenanigans, you're right, but the knife was definitely not replaced. Yes. Correct. Um, so, then, as a complete non-sequitur, not non-sequitur, but Shore's mom recommends they get pedicures, um, which, like, fair. You know, do what you gotta do. Um, gotta keep your cuticles looking cute. Um, Who played the mom? Was she anyone? Because she uh, looked familiar to me. Uh, her biggest credit I looked was that she was in the original Carrie in 1976. Um, but ah, okay. I don't think that that's, I wouldn't, you know, know her. For some like, reason, I thought, I thought she was like, uh, the grandma, the really, the, well, the dead grandma from Hereditary. The, I can check if that's the case, but I don't think it is. Um, cause I, I imagine that that probably would have come up as like the number one thing. Right. Cause I mean, that movie is, uh, very popular. Um, yeah. One moment. Name. I'll check that for you. Her name is Betty Buckley. Um, and she, uh is not in uh hereditary she was in the film split with james mcavoy i don't know if you saw that um i anyway. did see that yeah um oh she's in the she was inducted into the texas film hall of fame in 2007 good for her anyway um 
Got fun fact just about state hall fames, which is I, I think about this all the time. Do you remember um, mm-hmm. that? Uh, I think it was when Kevin Durant was inducted into the te- the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. It was either when Kevin Durant or Russell Westbrook was. Obviously, they both were on the same day with one of them. The only the other person going in was the rock band Hinder, which made the song "Lips of an Angel." I just imagine that dais of uh, Kevin Durant and Hinder. What song is What song is that? Oh, crap. Do you need me to sing it? Okay, guys, don't copy me. It's really good to hear your voice. Say my name. It sounds so sweet. Coming from the lips of an angel. Hearing those words and things. See, the thing is, you didn't grow up on 2000s rock radio, but uh, that song was a uh, big hit. Anyway, uh, please let us know in the comments below whether or not you uh, remember rocking out to Hinder's Lips of an Angel. Um, it's about a guy on, if I remember correctly, his wedding night getting a call from one of his exes and wishing that he was with her instead. Shitty guy. Anyway, um, so they go to the salon because they want a pedicure, and this scene is really only important because you learn that uh, Jenny, uh, Jenna Ryan um, had made plans to get a uh, her hair done. No, it's, it's in a pedicure? Well, uh, I think it was everything. Because why would we a pedicure? Her oh, feet okay. aren't on stage. Um, this play isn't directed by Quentin Tarantino. Um, oh, no, sorry, or manicure, manicure. manicure. Whatever, oh, I thought it was. I thought it was her hair because it's a whole. It's a full silver salon. Well, because they were trying to go somewhere, right? Like they're like, let's go get manicure, pedicure. Yeah, yeah, so but right it was a full service salon. It was a full service salon. Ah, okay. Yeah, because right. you can tell also because I, I assume that that's why the the um, guy behind the counter points says to Monk, "Who did your perm? I love it," which was a yes, clip that was I often did, used did like in that. Monk commercials. Um, so I think of that line a lot. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so she was, she clearly was planning on being, uh, being in the show. Yeah. So. Clearly. Yeah. So they. So they, now Monk yeah. believes her. Yes, exactly. Um, that's all it takes for Monk. Shouts to Monk. Uh, calendar at a salon willing to make him change his mind. Um. Yeah. And, so, um, they then go to, uh, her bail hearing, to Gail's bail hearing, Gail bail. Uh, and <laughs> Stoudemire is trying his best. You gotta give it up for Leland. He's trying basically to yeah. be like, she's a, I know her family. She's good. She's comfortable, good stock. Adrian Monk thinks that she's innocent, yada, yada, yada. Um, and, uh, the judge makes like Amy Winehouse and says, no, no, no. Yep. Yeah. She, she knows Monk very well, but she totally like, I don't know. I just felt like she, um, Gail kind of got the raw end of the deal. She got Gail roaded. I mean, railroaded. Um, yeah, <sighs> I just have a note. And yep. Cash Bail, um, everyone, uh, support the ending of Cash Bail. I don't know. Actually, I honestly don't know if that would affect this case because there's no cash in this case because there's just no bail at all. But uh, Yeah. Um, so she doesn't get no bail. Uh, and, you know, her and her mom have a moment together and she, you know, promises that she's going to get her off and there's a great anecdote about a dog. I don't know if you caught that. Uh, what was it? That, that her, Gail's dog was sick and her mom promised she would be okay and he was. And then Gail's like, but then two weeks oh, later yeah. he got hit by a bus. It's like, forget about the bus. <laughs> yeah, the, the point is that he was healthy when he got hit by the bus. I think that little moments like that. Moments like that are how, reminders that like the show was written by comedy writers first and foremost. Um, like it, because yes. if you look like the staff on the show, like they most of the people who wrote on it never wrote for another drama. Like it's all comedy writers, and that is such a comedy writer joke of uh, someone of of like a for some reason just that just feels like every comedy writer I know thinks that uh, a non sequitur of like dog getting hit by a bus is funny. I, I wish I could say why. I, I agree. Um, <laughs> it is a funny. Well, joke. they made it right. Like you, they got a show that's on syndication. Like I know man, that's the yeah. Dream. Hot damn. Shouts to Andy Breckman, who, as I mentioned before, I tried to take his class at New York University. Three bingo, guys. Uh, and uh, I didn't get in it. <laughs> I was I, My registration was too late. There was wow. about 10 people in it. Yep. And I remember I told this to a class of other people. And one of the people in that class, I, t- I talked about how Monk was the reason why I ever wa- uh, the first TV show I ever really watched for adults and how it set me on a path to want to write television for a living. And one of the kids in the class was in that class, said he had never heard of Monk, and but he refused to get out of the class. So, uh... Screw what you, an man. asshole! Yeah, he was a nice kid overall, but also like you, you know, um, yeah. That's so sad. I yeah. feel really horrible about yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So uh, anyway, so 
We then cut to uh, Monk and Shrona are going to interview Jenna, and they go up to the bellhop, um, and apparently she left 20 minutes earlier. And I think there's a scene, I, I feel like you enjoyed this scene. Yeah, I did, because Monk uh, tries to bribe him with uh, $4 for some mm-hmm. info. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sharona, you know, apparently Monk's been paying the bills lately because she just pops out two twenties real quick, and mm-hmm. bam, that convinces the door the doorman to uh, yeah say he where tells where him she where, went. where she ended up going yeah, yeah where she went. Uh, and so I really like that Monk typical comes back, and I thought he was gonna say he wanted the four dollars back, so it would be a round number, but mm-hmm. he didn't get it. No, it's because it, it's because it wasn't. Well, he wanted it back because. He's like, the bribe, it, you took her bribe, which was $40. The $4, that didn't work, so it's only one bribe. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but then he says, like, as he's running away, he says that that's a $4 down payment on future bribes. So Yeah, yeah. great stuff. Um, you know, great bellhop work. Uh, it's I'm, nice really hope, I'm really hoping that, that he comes back in some way and dishes out some more. I wish he did. I feel like if the show was out now, he would because the way that people consume television. But you have to keep in mind yeah. that I remember I saw a stat that I don't know if it was fully into the 2000s, but I know um, I think for like the first three seasons of Friends, which was like the most popular show at the time, they said that people who considered themselves fans of Friends had only seen one third of every episode. I mean, one, thir- all, one out of three episodes. So that's the thing about TV back in the days that you have to understand that you could until like 2007. You would ne- you could never exp- unless it was on HBO. You would have to assume that people were only watching every other episode. Um, you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, but like, yeah. It. it but if you think about it, like, think about like Law and Order. Like, you wouldn't ever have to watch uh, every episode of Law and Order. Um, you know, dude. I've seen like seriously like maybe 75 percent of them. Um, who's your favorite uh, DA and ADA? I mean, who's your favorite ADA? Favorite ADA? Um, oh man, uh, it's the one. Is it not Jack McCoy? No, he. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, obviously that's Jack. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about his assistant. His assistant, assistant yeah, yeah. Assistant ADA. Uh, yeah, no, it is McCoy. Absolutely. Crossing uh, Jordan is that your favorite? One? Jill Hennessy? Yes. Yeah, her. I forget what her name is. It's I forget. That. I know she was. She was in Crossing Jordan. That's why. That's why I called her Crossing Jordan. Anyway, um, okay, gotcha. so we find out that she's that uh, Jenna's going to this hotel, and then we find out that she's going to, to speed dating, which, I'm just going to be frank, like, there's no way that a beautiful, like, 25-year-old woman in San Francisco needs to go to speed dating or be beautiful. Like, that's just, like, she just does not fit in with every other person Monk talks to is, you know. Yeah, like, compared to, yeah, exactly. Now, don't get me wrong, she's uh, definitely okay. crazy, so um, I can understand if she has trouble, like, keeping a boyfriend, but I don't think she'd have trouble meeting. Well, people. she's a murderer. Yes. Well, no. she's a murderer. Yeah, she's crazy. But like once again, we're not talking about you know having a long term thing. We're talking about meeting someone. Um, right. But anyway, there's a speed dating scene with Monk, which isn't as cringeworthy as I think it could have been, which is nice. Correct. Um, Correct. It definitely could have been much worse. What What are some of your favorite moments? Uh, well, I just have like a rundown, basically. Like the first, well, I, the, my favorite one of the people he dates is the first one because mm-hmm. like she's like all into the fact that he's like a cop or he was a cop and like he has handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wish we got a little bit more yeah. information like after that. I love the line, but, uh, uh, "I like your eyes." Thank you. Uh, they came with the face. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I'm honestly. And that's what I just noticed about it now that I'm thinking about it. There was a lot of, like, Monk going out of his, like, comfort zone mm-hmm. uh, for the sake of Sharona. Yeah. So, you know, like, yeah, he's a prick and, yeah, he doesn't mm-hmm. pay her, but he does extend himself. Yeah, I, I think occasion. it's more fun when you let Monk extend himself enough to get out of his comfort zone and then you make it awkward rather than... Um, making his phobias keep him in his comfort zone the whole time and then like make it you know what i mean like i like because the thing i like about the scene is that when he finally does talk to jenna because they've never met before even though she eventually catches on he like actually plays coy for a little bit in a way that's like not super obvious like it's not super cringeworthy like he gets a few questions in before she realizes that something's up yeah yeah no it was a, it was a really good scene um uh... He impressed me, and he mm-hmm. impresses me much more later on. Yes. Um, so then Monk is just positive she did it. 
that because she talks about how you know she's really excited to have the role and you know her daddy would do anything for her all these crazy people things that she says um and that she says she wasn't there she was at a party across town during it yada 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 a bunch of different things um and uh they then go back to the theater where they're recreating the scene to you know for monk to understand what went on and it just so happens mm-hmm. that as they're doing that because monk is doing all the lines He's actually kind of killing it. I'm not going to lie. I love that Monk has the no, line. He's cru- no, he he's is crushing, crushing it. it. I love how Sean was like, wow, you're really good. And he's like, I have my moments. <laughs> yeah, no, my favorite thing is when he like when he takes her little her, her sweater yeah. off. And she's like, what are you doing? Yeah, he's, I he's thought in for it. A second, I thought for a second it was going like somewhere. It, he's fully in it. Like, that's the thing. Um, and so the director sees it, and apparently they, they have a guy coming in, but he's gonna not going to be there until Sunday. So they need someone to do the two shows on Friday and Saturday, and they ask Mark if he'll do it. Now, this is a really terrible idea. This would never happen. Actually, it might happen like San Francisco <laughs> off-Broadway, but um, I don't know. I, I just think it's, it's – I think it's just funny that it's like – it's so – made for tv like oh my god you know all the lines we wh- like what was their plan if monk wasn't there uh you know maybe john carroll lynch put in a call wow um, get, I, get up get a little jcl up there yeah no i mean for sure that that makes sense but like also like what the fuck sharona <laughs> like why well, you gotta volunteer him to do it like this guy yeah i like, mean she's clearly out of it because her sister's you know on trial for murder but yeah she definitely is like that's what are you doing like you know he's not capable of this. Um, yeah, not only that, but if you know that, like, if you think that the other... Because at this point, they kind of think the other girl's, you know, the yeah. one that did it. Mm-hmm. So why would you put Monk in that situation, like, where he might get stabbed yeah. to death again? Because Sharona's thinking, like, you need to be close, you need to be in the show. But it's like, I'm pretty sure if they just ask the director, like, hey, you... Because the director is friends with Gail. If, we, if you said, like, hey, we're investigating... Hal's death. I think they would have let Monk just hang around. <laughs> like, I don't think that... Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. Anyway, then we cut to a rehearsal. And I... This is... A problem I have with this episode is I th- personally think this episode would have been much more interesting if Monk was still good... It was good at acting the whole time. I think it would have been a more fun if, like, he... Oh, no, absolutely. 100%. I think be- also because... Not that this is necessarily the case with Monk, but, like, lots of people with lots of mental disorders are able to snap, not snap out of them, but, like, acting is a way that they can, like, people with obsessive compulsive disorders and stuff like that are able to, when they play characters, oftentimes, like, overcome, quote-unquote, their, you know, anxieties and what have you. Like, that. that's, like, a very normal thing. And I think it would have been really fun if it's, like, oh, Monk can be normal if he's playing this character, you know? Yeah, that would have been a nice little, you know, um, differentiation. Uh, yeah, it would be like a nice, uh, you know, reversal on it. Of. And then also, I think too, because yeah. then, I, I, even if at the end when he's gonna have stage fright, he's still gonna have stage fright. I think the fact that he's not good at acting in the rehearsal kind of ruins that moment because it's like if he was killing it the whole time beforehand, then it would have been like, oh, this is fun. But he sucked in the rehearsal, which is like, why? Why does he suck in the rehearsal all of a sudden? when he was fine in when they were doing it with Sharona, right? I don't know. I, I think that that kind of... Right, I think it's because it cuts... Cause, no, for sure, you're right. I think their whole like logic for it is that he he only gets to a certain point of the scene with Sharona, mm-hmm. so when he's actually doing the rehearsal and he has to knock over the table, mm-hmm. that's when it starts fucking with him again. Yeah. Um, I do think that that's funny, that he can't do that. He wants to aggressively throw groceries away. Um, and he doesn't know how to laugh. Yes. Which is, I mean, that makes sense, too. Mm-hmm. Which is um, why this whole idea was stupid from the beginning. It was. And also, Jenna's very upset that he's there. Which is like, also, yeah, Sharon didn't think that Jenna already knows who he is. So, she's clearly not going to let him get in in any way. I, I, it just was, yeah. it was really misbegotten plan the whole time. Um, yeah. And so, um, uh, da, 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 da. But we find yeah. out, but we find out oh. there that, or like right after that, that Jenna Ryan, or because they go back to get his like costume, right? Yes. Yes, they go back and that's to get his when, costume. Like, the costume lady. Yes. Yeah, the, the costume lady tells him that, like, basically, she was the one that like vouched for Hal Duncan to get the part. That's so a key part. Like, right, and you also learn that Hal Duncan no one really liked him for among other reasons that he had a million allergies and he would never eat anything that he didn't cook himself. Right. Which he didn't look like that kind of guy. He looked like he would just go to Arby's every day of the week. I I mean they. 
I don't think she said he was allergic to like roast beef, so he could. But um, yeah, so that's you learn that that basically it's <laughs> it's kind of like um, pretty clear at this point that she definitely did it. It's just a question of how. Um, but they have the meats. What are you still laughing at? I just I don't know. I always laugh when I hear roast beef. <laughs> roast beef. What about a big beef and cheddar? Uh, that's not much better. <laughs> okay. Um, All right, I'm good. So they we then cut to uh, a dinner at Sharona's house, um, where it's Sharona, Benji, and Sharona's mother, uh, and you know. Uh, her mother brings up Ronnie, the stockbroker, who, of course, Benji's never heard of. Um, Sharona's really bad at lying. Uh, Just like Monk, something they both share. Yeah, uh, and Sharona's mom makes the really insensitive comment of saying that she thought that if either of the kids was going to get arrested, it would have been Sharona, Um, which is like, screw you. Like, what the hell? That's super rude. Um... Yeah, I wrote that down. I'm just like, Shona's mom is being a real bitch. And then immediately as I was typing that or writing that, uh, she turns it around by just like, you know, saying I'm just nervous. And like, I mean, that still doesn't make it any better. No, it doesn't. Now you can kind of understand. Mm -hmm. You can like, I don't know. It seems like everybody's emotions are like all over the place. Yeah. In this episode. Um, So that happens. Does anything else happen in that scene? I honestly don't remember. Um, It feels pretty. No, not really. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. and so Monk goes to uh, meet with Gail in jail. Gail jail. Um, there's yeah, just so many different things. First she was trying to post bail, then she got railroaded, now she's in jail. If she's del- if someone delivers her mail, then pff, set sail. Okay. Um, Monk basically hears something about uh, Jenna, which is important um, in terms of... Uh, who. What disgraced Olympian does Gail compare Jenna to? Tanya Harding. Because apparently she yeah. did what? She, uh, I guess, uh, at a previous stop in her career, she was doing a play in Chicago, and I guess she was understudied as another actress, and of course, she had paid someone. Or did she do it herself? I think no, she I, think, I think it was implied that her dad did it. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone took care of that actress, and she got the part. Yeah, she broke her kneecap. To, like, so she had some sort of like uh, reputation for this kind mm-hmm. of behavior yes unlike tanya harding though she didn't get uh in trouble for it um and uh no one is making a movie called i jenna anytime soon but uh no but they are making them but they did make a movie called the star is born more than once that is true and Four that's times what monk says yes he says about yeah, his and, acting debut now i if only seen, he reveals to yeah to that her, she's yeah. star yeah i've only seen the newest one i can confirm that ali is a better singer than monk is an actor um, but that isn't saying much. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, Monk promises Gail that he'll get her out and, um, you know, he's pretty dead set on who did it. And so, uh, then we cut to the night of the show, um, and Monk is getting stage fright. Uh, but he actually gets dressed up. Yes, he does. He wears a costume, which is good for him. Yeah. Um, so yeah. what that tells you is he just likes to wear the same clothes all the time. It's I don't think he has a phobia of wearing different clothes. I wasn't like looking at him too much, but is there a chance that he could possibly be wearing some of his clothes underneath that? He might be, but also keep in mind that Mr. Monk goes to Mexico after he uh, gets run oh, yeah. over. He wears like I, he's he. I think he just likes his clothes. Like I think that that's not a phobia totally. Um, but but he doesn't drink the but he doesn't drink any other kind of water mm-hmm. like to the point of near like starvation near or yes uh, obsessive compulsive disorder does not make sense unfortunately for Adrian Monk uh, and myself okay. um, but uh, so they're backstage and Monk is really freaking out. he doesn't want to go on um, and uh, Sharona is you know, trying to calm him down and she takes his pulse and like so many great detective shows he has an aha moment. And he figures out how she did it. Um, and I'll ask you exactly the same question. How did... And they, they, they explain it in parts, um, but I'll just ask you now. Yeah. What, uh, what, what happened? Who did it? How did they do it? Uh, so essentially what, uh, what happened was Jenna Ryan was... Uh, you know, she needed, she needed some way to get her 
her what she wanted and she couldn't directly attack uh gail because she had the previous reputation so there's no chance so like there's no chance she could get away with it again so she decides that she's gonna instead frame her with something so she proceeds to i mean obviously as like a part of the cast she's aware of hal duncan's various allergies or whatever so she had been she had been at the like uh, behind the scenes or whatever, like backstage with the prop master, and she somehow tampered with the apples and like injected, I guess. Like, she put peanut, peanut oil, oil on them. Yeah, she put peanut oil on, or she switched the apple. I'm not sure which one of no, them. No, no, she put peanut oil on them. You, that's what some. That's what it says on all of them. Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So then, obviously, that is not good for our guy Hal. So on stage, he's not actually dying of getting stabbed. He's dying of like uh anaphylactic shock is that what you call Correct. it yeah so while that's happening you know as as things are known to to happen uh someone calls out you know is there a doctor in the house so that doctor which ends up being uh jenna's father comes up there and takes the pulse which we find out from Sharona trying to uh, take Monk's pulse that that's not the right way of taking a pulse. Now, so why is that not the right the way of taking a in. pulse? Extra credit question. Uh, because you don't have as many nerve endings in nope. your thumb? I don't know. Because you, there is a pulse in your thumb where there isn't in your main fingers. So you feel your own pulse. If oh, so it's like you're not deceiving like the pulse yeah. reading. Yeah, so you, exactly. Yeah, because you feel your own pulse. If you okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so while he's doing that, while he's taking the fake pulse, he's like slips the knife out, I guess the knife that was used. The it retractable, was a retractable knife, knife, right? Yeah. yeah, he takes it out and then stabs Hal while the commotion's going on and takes the retractable knife and bam, boom. Mm-hmm. That's that's how it happened. Yeah. So that is yeah. how it happened. I think the biggest problem I had with this, there's two big problems. It's really hard to assume that he'll that after um hal takes the bite of the apple the anaphylactic shock will happen soon enough that he won't get up like he'll be he'll pass out as if he was actually stabbed but it will happen like it won't happen immediately enough where he can still stand up before he's stabbed like that's a really a bit of timing that i don't know if you can plan for um right but more importantly though i think it's just really implausible that they could that uh, Jen and her dad could plan for everyone on stage to be standing in such a way that he would be able to take out the knife and put in the new one. Like, what was he going to do if the director happened to stand on the opposite side of his body? You know what I mean? Like, that just is kind of... Yeah. Um, that's the biggest hole in the episode. Uh, but True. great job explaining it. And um, after Monk has this epiphany, he goes on stage. He gets thrown on stage, and he's really nervous. He's barely getting his lines out. Um and Sharona goes. I can't tell if he's good or bad. Honestly, like yeah. some of it's good and some of it's really shit. Yeah, it's it's all over the place. Um, once again, I think I think it'd be better if he was better, if it was clearer. Um, but Sharona goes into uh, Jenna's um, dressing room, dressing room, and finds a bottle of peanut oil. Um, and so, unless she is working at a Five Guys Burgers and Fries in her spare time, they have a piece of evidence. Um, but they cook with 100% peanut oil. What do you want me to do? Um, yeah, no, 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 no. You're good. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know why I actively you were offended by that. You made like a slight face, and I'm like, I'm gonna go full heel. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, and so she's hold. Sharon's like holding that up on stage, right? Um, and uh, Monk doesn't notice it, but Jenna does, and so she decides that she's gonna actually stab Monk. Um, with a knife, which probably not a great career move. Good for luck her. with your career after that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Sharona realizes this, um, and she runs on stage and tackles her, and they start getting in a fight. Um, yeah. And Sharona goes ape shit. Like she, this is like not even a split decision. Like this is like a knockout in the first round. Um, yeah. It's really like it's sad. Uh, Jenna gets rescued, baby. Exactly, Joyzy baby. Yeah, wherever the hell yeah. uh, Jenna's supposed to be from, um, she's, they gotta be ashamed. It's completely unclear. Um, you have no idea whatsoever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. 
the thing I know about this scene is the cops, that Stalemeyer and Disher, because uh, Shorna calls them, they take way too long to get on stage. There's a full-on fight going on, sta- going on stage, and they're like, let's wait, let's let this develop. Yeah. They're just... Typical guy shit. Mm. Watching girls fight. Yep. It's bullshit. And so, um... They so that's when they start explaining, yeah. like they like you know the she ends up like on the floor, like and, and her dad comes dad up to comes comfort her, and it's like you're not a doctor, but you were a doctor um, a few nights yeah. ago uh, last week. Um, big mistake there, um, which also makes me wonder, like if there's so like no one questioned him um, that night, like the, the as the doctor who pronounced him dead, like the yeah. cops didn't question him. Yeah, um, yeah, maybe they didn't. I I don't know. I I don't know. I guess it's just we're supposed to believe that. Um, but well, we saw Sotomayor and fucking Disher like they just pulled her into the into like they arrested her ass and brought her in like right away. Yeah, they already knew it was her, so they, I don't think they were gonna. Yeah, um, and uh, as you might expect, uh, after they, this whole arrest, the audience they start applauding. The director, lo- everyone loves it. It's a wonderful show, and Monk and Shorna bow, um, which is a little much. But I'll take but not it. Be- not before Sharona calls Jenna a bitch. Oh, right, 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 which right. Which is funny. Yes, a very righteous you bitch. Um, you know, fair. She tried to get her sister put in jail for life. You know, can't really argue with that. Yeah, this is very, a very, uh, uh, like a, this is like the distant relative of the Molly Weasley, not my daughter, you bitch. Not my daughter, you bitch. Yes. Anytime any, yeah, ca- was, any, just... yeah, anytime any character calls another character a bitch like that, that is like the go-to reference, so... Which is, you know, funny, because there's not many other references in the later Harry Potter movies, I feel like, that are super popular, but that one is, like, you know, uh, top tier. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, Shouts to uh, Julie Walters, um, keeping it real for once. Uh, Not for once, I don't know how. Sometimes I just start sentences and I don't know how they're going to end. I'm like, I got to land this plane somehow, and sure enough, I I think I'm landing at LaGuardia, and wouldn't you know what, I'm landing in the Hudson, like, solely. Anyway, um... Then there's the final scene where... That one landed. What? That one landed. Yeah, no, thank you. That one landed. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we're going to the Hudson. Um, and we cut to the final scene where the reading reviews, um, where basically you learn that people love Monk's performance because he did fear on stage better than anyone they'd ever seen. Which, fair enough. He's good which, at being afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Um, and obviously, uh, Sharona's mom's got to take off. So mm. before, before they leave... They want one last photo. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, so they decided to set the self-timer instead of having uh, Monk, Monk take, take the picture because he would spend 30 minutes cleaning the lens. Fair. Good call. Good call, Sharona. Yeah. And uh, so then they, you know, they all gather around the picture. Monk keeps shifting them around. Mm-hmm. And of course, the picture comes out all fucked up. Yep. And always great. You know, it's a cheesy way to end an episode of a TV show, but it's, I think it's effective. It, you know, works for me. Um, anyway, yeah. uh, what works for me as well is the fact that we rate all these episodes which is a bad segue because i think i've said on the record multiple times that i hate rating things um but yeah you, you do you were the one who suggested in the first place so what would you give this episode out of 10 uh, i'd give it a seven and a half seven point five. i would give it a seven and a half as well um i think that uh the bits that work well work well i think the second half of the episode isn't great i think the first half is really really good um and i yeah. think that once monk starts acting like i said i think the fact that they don't let him be good at it is really unfortunate because I think it'll be really, really fun. It would be much more fun if he was able to lose his. Like the way the thing it makes me think of is, and this is they obviously don't have the same mental illness, but I think a lot about how in the television program community, which is my favorite show of all time. Sorry, anyone who thought Monk was, I apologize. Um, how the character of Abed has a lot of all you know, he's has Aspergers and is has a bunch of different proclivities and things like that. But whenever he's like impersonating another character, he can kind of lose those, and that allows the character to do things he normally wouldn't do. And I think that you could do something similar with Monk, where when he's portraying someone, like you could have moments where he's in character and he's like, you know, knocking something over, and then like something happens that takes him out of character and he starts freaking out because he just knocks something over. You know what I mean? Like I think that you could do stuff like that. That'd be fun. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, any final thoughts on uh, Mr. Monk Goes to the Theater? Um, no, I mean, I'm just like, it's kind of like, a, you know, this wasn't like a horrible episode uh, for Sharona. Like, she was cool, mm-hmm. and like, it was nice seeing her family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just kind of bittersweet knowing that what I know is that I think this is her last season, right? Uh, no, she leaves halfway through season three. 
Ah, god damn it. Okay, well then never mind. Um, no we worries. got plenty of time. So Yeah, you got like a full season left. You got probably like fifteen episodes. Ooh, no, actually you know what would you know what I really would have liked mm-hmm. if uh for whatever reason, if you could like skip ahead in time. Mm-hmm. Because at the end, when they're discussing like uh, the you know how good the performance was, they mentioned that they wanted him to perform it in New York too. Yeah. So I kind of would have liked a nice little like vacation for Monk, like not necessarily you know like no episodes for a little bit, like just oh. the t- the time frame, mm-hmm. and then come back with like some sort of like uh, celebrity. Ah, I was gonna say because um, if you like if you like the idea of Mr. Monk uh, going to New York. Well, I have some good news about season three's premiere. Oh, yes, really? Yeah, you're damn right. Oh, fuck yeah, yep. okay. So with that in mind, you can follow the show at Strictly Monken. Andre, where can people follow you? You can find me at Andre Barrera. And you can follow me at the Jake Christie. Um, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. Um, you know what? You don't have to share this podcast with people. Uh, and this is absolutely not reverse psychology. Share this podcast with no one. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Um, I try to come up with more creative ways to tell people to share it uh, in the description of these episodes, so take a look out for those. Um, uh, if you think they're aggressive, I'm joking. The last time I said, go on Facebook, type in the, the letter C, and whichever friend comes up first, share this podcast with them. You don't have to do that, but if you'd like. Anyway, I'm rambling at this point. Um, <laughs> do any, anything you want, but if no matter what you do, tune in next week as we talk about Mr. Monk and the sleeping suspect. Oh, sorry. Uh, let's get monkey.